فوقف النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال اعطوني لذائي فلو كان لي فلو كان لي عدد هذه العظاء نعما لقسمته بينكم ثم لا تجدوني بخيلا ولا كذابا ولا جبانا رواه البخاري continuing with the incident we began the discussion of just to refresh the translation brief translation jubair bin mutaim radiyallahu ta'ala anhu narrates that whilst we were returning with rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam from hunain the bedouins latched upon onto rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam they began asking for him from him something to such an extent that they forced him back against a thorny tree which pulled off his cloak allah's rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam stopped and then he said to them that give me back my cloak if i had camels equivalent to the number of thorns on these trees or leaves on these trees i would definitely have given it to you then you would not have found me to be a miserly person no or no a liar no a cowardly person as we mentioned the uncouth behavior which was displayed by these bedouins in seeking the benevolence of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and seeking his kindness if rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam reacted with them in a manner that befitted their behavior this would have been understandable sometimes to appreciate a particular incident it is important for us to contextualize this a similar example to what we see in this incident would be as if if somebody had to stand outside the masjid and he had a van full of goods which he was distributing to the poor and to the needy then those people would have lined up and what would have been the manner in which they entreated him and begged him to give them a larger share they would have smiled at him they would have pleaded with him and they would have praised him effusively yet completely contrary to that these people were asking rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to give them a larger share to be kind and benevolent towards them but instead of asking him in a nice way they asked him in an uncouth manner to such an extent that they impaled him against a thorny tree and they began pulling at his clothing insisting a here is a person who is exhibiting kindness is keeping nothing back for himself is distributing everything and instead of asking him in a nice way they ask him in this uncouth manner they impale him against a tree his cloak is snatched off his body if it was anyone else they would become angry they would become upset they would chase these people away they would refuse to give them yet what is the reaction of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says to them that please give me back my cloak my position is such that as number the number of thorns on these trees if every one of them had to turn into a camel this also i would have given you 
So this shows us that the more rudely, the more harshly they behaved with Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the more kind and the more benevolent Rasulullah sallallahu became. This was the type of akhlaq and character that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi displayed. And this is that akhlaq and character which Allah Ta'ala takes qasam and oath on the Qur'an. وَإِنَّكَ لَا عَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ نُونٍ وَالْقَلَمٍ وَمَا يَسْتُرُونَ مَا أَنْتَ بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ بِمَجْنُونٍ وَإِنَّ لَكَ لَأَجْرًا غَيْرَ مَمْنُونٍ وَإِنَّكَ لَا عَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Allah Ta'ala says that you, my beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, are definitely without a doubt upon a great character. This amazing generosity, forbearance, tolerance towards those that were uneducated and uncultured and uncouth in their approach. In fact, the more harsh they became with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the more kind and benevolent Nabi Apaq sallallahu alayhi wa sallam became with them. There's one incident which Azamah Yusuf sahab rahmatullahi mentions in his Hayatul Sahaba wherein he has devoted an entire chapter to this. Babul Akhlaq al-Mufdiya ila hidayatin nas. The chapter which deals with the akhlaq and character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which al-mufdiya ila hidayatin nas which led to people getting hidayat. People became close to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa because of this character. And eventually the same people that were uneducated, uncouth in their approach purely motivated by lalach and greed for dunya forcing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa give them more and more and more Later on, these same people became the bastions of Islam, the flag bearers of Islam. These were the same people that were prepared to sacrifice everything for Islam. If Nabi Wasallam dealt with them as their behavior demanded, push them away, chase them away, get away from me, what's wrong with you people? Can't you see I'm giving you all? Ask me in a nice way. If he had dealt with them like that, the same people would have run away. And tomorrow they would, they would have been on the losing end. They would not have got this opportunity to come close to Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa So nevertheless, as I mentioned, Mu'ayyusul sahab rahmatullahi devotes an entire chapter to this. Babul akhlaq al-mufdiya ila hidayatin nas. And in it, very briefly, there's one incident mentioned. Once a Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is accosted by a person from a town or a village which had newly accepted Islam. And this person says to Rasulullah sallallahu that, Ya Rasulullah, my people just accepted Islam. They expected that now that they had become Muslims, Allah Ta'ala would bless them with great wealth. Allah would bless them with ease and comfort in this world. But contrary to their expectation, there has been drought. As a result of which the crops are dying, the animals are dying, they are facing great hunger and poverty. And I fear now that shaitan is making this effort upon them that this religion that you have accepted has brought the curse of this drought upon you. And it is because of this new religion, having abandoned the religion of your forefathers, this is why you are facing this hardship and difficulty. So he says to Rasulullah that I fear that it was greed that caused them to accept Islam. Now greed will cause them to abandon and lose their faith. Nabi sallallahu when he hears this, he looks around, that is there anything by which he can assist these people? Nearby there was one Jew by the name of Zaid bin Sona. He approaches Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa 
And there and then he says that, Ya Rasulullah, I am prepared to give you. The riwayat are different, but for our understanding, say 20 tons of dates from my orchard. And you pay me back. He set the period for the repayment. Immediately, Nabi Wasallam said to this person, take that 20 tons of dates or whatever amount that was and go and distribute it amongst your people. He had made an agreement, he had incurred a debt now to see to the needs of those people. Such was the generosity and kindness of Rasulullah Before the period could transpire, one day Nabi Wasallam, having led a janaza salah, is leaning on the wall of Baqi, surrounded by Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, other companions. The Zaid bin Sona, Jewish person who had given this loan to Rasulullah sallallahu approaches him. The loan is not yet due and he demands repayment, but he demand, demands repayment in such a manner that he pulls the cloak of Rasulullah sallallahu in front of the other companions and the crux of what he said for the sake of amanat I'm translating it he said Muhammad you appear to be one who reneges on his agreements just as your forefathers did in other words you are a rogue like they were rogues Nauzubillah. the same person later on narrates this incident he said that I saw the eyeballs of Umar turning over inside his eye socket I saw them turn red with anger. His face turned red with anger. He had already reached for his sword. And he accosted me and he said that this is the manner in which you speak to the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa Right now, if he gave me permission, I would have severed your head from your body. Yet, the Zaid bin Suana, who narrates this incident, describes the reaction of Rasulullah sallallahu to this. On the one hand, he's demanding repayment. If you want somebody to pay you back the money they owe you, normally you demand it in a nice way. Secondly, the period has not yet transpired. Thirdly, instead of asking in a nice way, he is rude and he insults Rasulullah doesn't just insult him, insults his parents also. And he doesn't do it in a position to his advantage. He does it when, if you want to use the term, in Nabi Islam's space. Nabi Islam is surrounded by his companions. So all he had to do was tell his companions exact revenge for me or chase this person away or look at how he is behaving. But Zaid bin Suana, he says, the more as I insulted Rasulullah like this, Nabi Islam started smiling. And he turned to Umar and he said, Umar, the way you are behaving is of no benefit to me. What you should have done was you should have told me to pay my debts on time. You should have advised me to discharge my debts so that a situation like this does not arise. The most you could have done, the most you could have done with regards to this person and the manner in which he is behaving is all you could have done was you should have told him, encouraged him to ask for his repayment in a nice way. But he is within his rights. I owe him this. And because I owe him this, you should have advised me to pay him back instead of threatening him. Now Umar, take him. Take him to the Baytul Mal. Pay him back that 20 tons or whatever it is that is due to him and give him 25% more than what he is due. The other 25% more that I am asking you to give him is to appease him 
for the fact that you threatened him. He was within his rights, you should not have threatened him like that. So nevertheless, as Umar radiallahu ta'ala nu takes this person to give him, to carry out the instruction of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, this person, when he is given that 20 tons or whatever he was due and given extra, he says, what is this extra for? So Umar radiallahu ta'ala explains to him the reaction of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The Nabi sallallahu was upset with me that I threatened you like that. This is what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said. So this person engages Umar in a conversation and he says to him that, Umar, do you know who I am? So he said, I, he said, who are you? He said, I am Zaid bin Su'ana. Umar didn't know the person's appearance, but he knew the name. The name was famous name. So he said, Hebrew Yahud, the famous scholar of the Jews, Zaid bin Su'ana, the famous scholar of the Jews. So such behavior as you just displayed does not behove the fact you are a scholar. So this person said, that innahu lam yabqa min alamatin nubuwati shay illa wa qad araftuha fi wajhi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hi nadartu ilayhi illa thnatayn he said Umar in the scriptures that were revealed to us in the time of Musa alayhi salam prior to the coming of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in those scriptures there is a description given of the last prophet and the moment I saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam everyone Every aspect of that description, I saw it on the face of Muhammad That definitely, without a doubt, this is the last Prophet of Allah that our scriptures are, are, are describing. Except two qualities. Umar, these two qualities were such that you couldn't see it. You had to test it. Why? Because these were not physical qualities. These were qualities dealing with the character and the morals of Rasulullah so in order to test these two qualities, this is why I enacted this entire episode of this incident. Shall I will continue? Oh, time's gone.